Welcome to Speak Sex. I am Eve Eurydice. I am your host, your sex whisperer here in Jolt Radio. Um, I am an artist and a writer from the island of Lesbos. And um, Speak Sex is about uh, all things sexual, female, feminist, um, physical, uh, wellness, spiritual, gender-related, consciousness opening, finding words to make peace with uh, our shame or our fear or our secrets, bringing light into what has been needlessly repressed for way too long. Uh, My guest today is Michelle Alva, who um, is a tantric healer and teacher and practitioner, and whom I will introduce in a few minutes. Uh, But first, I have a surprise phone call from Caroline, who is, um, Caroline Dodge is uh, the marketing and promotions director for HAMP, the producer of the film festival, uh, also known as Saj- Savage Love Live. Um, Dan Savage has been an idol and mentor of mine. When I wrote the Sex Files column in New York for years, I f- considered him my original mentor because he'd already been doing it forever. So um, we love Hump, and I want to talk to Caroline about it, especially now that apparently Facebook has deactivated their business page, so they're not allowed to advertise the festival, which threatens its outreach and its very existence. So, hello, Caroline. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Welcome to uh, the podcast and the program. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to tell us a little bit about the history of um, Hump film festival how it began where it's now and now of course it's showing in miami this weekend it is it's going to yeah. be at the o cinema um the winwood o cinema this weekend friday saturday and sunday nights um yeah the the festival began in 2005 in seattle which is dan savage's hometown and it was just a small group of us sitting around the office thinking, wouldn't it be funny if we had <laughs> a little dirty movie festival? And mm-hmm. we weren't even sure how, how many people would submit. We weren't really sure how many people would come and see it. Doctor. We just thought it would be a fun experiment. And we did a little bit of outreach and threw it out into the world and we got a bunch of submissions and had a weekend full of sold out shows. We, we weren't sure if a bunch of people would sit in a movie theater and watch a variety of different stuff. It's you know, sort of like the old days. People just yeah. don't go yeah. and watch movies in a uh, dirty movies in a cinema anymore, but they do with Hump. Yeah, exactly. That's what I love about it, that it has a feel of like 70s. Europe, which, I mean, I wasn't really around for it, um, but <laughs> I I had access to, you know, photos and magazines later on, and we all thought of it as like the golden era of, you know, yeah. porn. <laughs> right. Before yeah, the internet. Was. So, exactly. yeah, in a way, you're taking, you know, pornography out of the internet and making it real again, and it's kind of, oh, it's, yeah. it's like the podcast version, Right. <laughs> Right. So right. It's like people making it. their own porn and then you put it all together into something that will be an hour long or 
Is it an hour-long experience? It's right? it's ninety ninety minutes. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, which I, I think it's just long enough. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But it's it's like bacchanalia, you know. It's yeah. like such a you know celebration and and of, of freedom. Um, I completely agree. Right. I think that in in today's um, porn access, we we're all in our little bubbles. We sit on our laptops and we you know, watch exactly what we want to watch. Yeah. And the great yeah. thing about Hump is that it is just such a huge range of different right. genders and body types and yeah, ages exactly. and sexual expressions. So you really, you know, gay men are watching cunnilingus. Right, and, right. Um, straight people are watching gay sex and they're yeah. seeing things that they have never seen before. And it has this exactly. great way of normalizing and celebrating all sorts of creative sexual expressions. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I love it. I always go. I'm so happy that uh, my friends at O Cinema are showing it every year. It's just oh, a treat for us <laughs> in Miami. Yeah, Beach. yeah. Um, so like, we can't promote it enough. I think everyone should go. You know, it, it's just um, more than you know. It has nothing. It, in my opinion, it's really nothing to do with porn as we know it now. You know, you can't title these pieces. You can't like say. You know, you can put them in a category. That's its beauty. It's just completely yeah. unpredictable. <laughs> no, you you say it perfectly, Eurydice. I think there are times. Well, we take it all over the country now, obviously, and there are times when people will walk by the box office and ask me, "Well, what's this? What is this? What's the fuss here? Why? <laughs> what is this big line?" And I explain people to people what it is, and they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'll take a chance." And they they go in and they leave and they say, "You know, you you almost couldn't call what I just saw porn. It's such exactly. a different thing. It's really just a a." a a huge selection of short films with pornography as sort of the theme. Exactly. But there's animations and mm -hmm. there's, um, you know, just all sorts of different things. So yeah, I really exactly. do encourage people to give it a try. Yeah, me too. It's just an exuberant celebration of the body, you know, free from high tech. So everybody, uh, <laughs> yeah, go to uh, O Cinema in Winwood. It's a Saturday, Sunday, seven o'clock and nine fifteen. Right? Are the two shows? Yeah, and right. and tonight as well. And tonight as well. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. And so thank, thank you, you so much. Yeah, my pleasure. That was nice to speak with you. Take yeah. care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. So here I am with my friend Michelle, who is taking uh, <laughs> selfies. <laughs> so excited to be here with everyone. Okay, so tell me a little bit. Um, I think do the, the full intro, but it doesn't matter. Um, we are in the studio right now. There is a beautiful aromatherapy tantric candle burning between us um it's my birthday today so. happy birthday <laughs> thank you and i'm spending it um with everyone at Jold. um so michelle you are a tantric goddess <laughs> um how did you become one uh, how did you what my first question i think is always to me and to our listeners the most important because it helps people kind of become you and join you in your journey so it's not the same when you say okay this is tantra this is how you do it but when you say i am like you and this is how i became a tantric teacher and practitioner mm -hmm. and this is why how it helps me and i think it helps everyone and then you're gonna uh, as a birthday gift, do a little tantric uh, demonstration on me, right? Yeah. Because there is a massage table in the yes. studio, too. <laughs> Lots of pampering <laughs> for you. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me mm, today. Welcome. 
Um, my name is Michelle Alva, and I am. My background is as a physical therapist. You know, I've been a PT for 23 years, mm -hmm. and I graduated when I was 22 years old. I'm 45 years old now, and I had sexual trauma when I was 14 years old, which caused me to then realize that I was holding chronic tension inside my vagina for 14 years of my life. And in physical therapy school at FIU, Florida International <laughs> University, shout out for FIU, uh, I did not learn that we hold traumas, emotions, memories in our muscle tissues. And I discovered that I had a lot of shame from that experience when I was 14. I was raised Catholic and I shamed myself because I didn't fight, I didn't scream, I didn't kick, I didn't say no, don't touch me. You let him do me. it, right. I froze. Mm -hmm. and Which I is was, the most common reaction, you freeze. You know, it's self-protection. And my mom never talked to me about sex. Mm. So on top of everything, I thought, oh my God, God doesn't love me anymore. I'm damaged Going goods. To hell. Yeah. Because I'm not a virgin and I'm not married. So imagine God not loving you in a split second of something you ever did at age 14. Yeah. Uh, so I harbored a lot of tension. So was tension. this a boyfriend or who went too far or um, a relative? or? I'd rather not share so much okay. about that just out of respect for that person. That's nice. Um, it doesn't really matter. That's but nice. But what happened was I personally you kept shut myself shame. down. Mm -hmm. I shamed myself. That's more uh, what I want to share about it. And it taught me that how I perceive myself and my what happens to me is more really the damaging part of what actually happens to us. So somebody right. could have had the same experience and had a lot of compassion for herself and said, you did the best you could. You're only 14 years old. You didn't even know what that really was happening, you know? I could have had a lot of compassion. I could have been nicer to myself. I could have been kinder. I could have told my mother. I could have turned it all into an empowerment journey immediately, right? But instead what I did was I went home and I cried a lot and I just curled up in bed and felt horrible. And really, the, 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 I was very close to God. I, was, I would pray a lot and I was raised Catholic. So I wanted to be a good girl. I wanted everyone to be happy with me. I, I've been really hard on myself my whole life. And that's something that today... I'm grateful that that happened to me. I'm grateful that I shut down like that because so many millions and millions of women on the planet are shutting their voices down. Exactly. So today, yeah. my faith in God, creator, source, is completely at peace and in love because I am now a catalyst for women to speak up and speak out. And I love to belly dance. I love Tantra. I am a physical therapist, licensed. You know, I love science. I love biomechanics and... I love these ecstatic, blissful experiences that I teach people to go through to come back home inside where so many women do not feel that they're even worthy of having a yoni massage or worthy of being worshipped and loved and adored by themselves. You know, I get to teach women how to feel that they're a goddess. How to, I get to teach men to honor their bodies too and to, and to be more than just a hard on for them to get their heart on. And I would have never been inspired to do all these things if I hadn't had that trauma. So that's where I come from. And, and when did you um, decide to do something about it or when did it all become 
consciousness for you? That's a great question. So I was 28 years old and I had taken, I was already doing a lot of yoga. I was a control freak wanting to get everything perfect in my yoga postures. So I was a very type A anal physical therapist at the time who was curious about yoga, curious about spirituality. I was vegetarian since I was 15 years old because I worked at the Unicorn Village in the waterways. I don't know if you remember that place. Um, And I was a hostess. So I was exposed to yoga, spirituality, meditation at age 15, vegetarianism. And that journey led me to a three-hour pelvic floor mulabandha workshop Mm -hmm. when I was 28 years old. And after that long three-hour workshop where we had to squeeze and contract Mm -hmm. our pelvic floor, Mm -hmm. I went home and I was exhausted and I was in the bathtub. And I had this kundalini release of energy from my yoni from my vagina area down my legs this tingling and as that was happening I had the memories of what happened to me when I was 14 come up and these words like whispers going through my body you're such a whore you're such a slut I can't believe you let him do that and then I held myself and I was crying as that release of energy happened down my body I was saying to myself no you're not a slut you're not a whore you did the best you could and in that split second of that happening, a part of me was thinking, what the hell is this? You know. And then another voice inside was like, is this prana? Is this energy? Is this what, when we talk about prana in my yoga classes, right. is this what we're talking about? Is and this enlightenment? <laughs> yeah, so I, I feel I had a catharsis of emotions, of mm-hmm. the charge of the energy of those emotions of shame, mm-hmm. guilt, blame, anger, frustration, and I just cried in my tub. And I didn't, touch myself it wasn't about me touching myself it just happened and I felt after this wave of release of all these tears I just felt softer inside I felt liberated and then these this feeling of I healed my vagina I felt more connected to my body and that night my husband at the time I was excited to see him and I was curious what it would feel like to make love and that was the first night that I remember really feeling soft and supple and peaceful in my pelvis and in those muscles where before they were tense and tight mm-hmm. and painful and like before it was like a, a fight it and wasn't pleasurable it a, right sex for me was not I wouldn't say it was pleasurable because I was so tight and locked down and I cried you know in that moment I cried of joy, of peace, and at the same time thinking, what the hell happened to me in the bathtub? What was that? So that led me on a journey to discover shamanism, neurolinguistic programming, psyche, a variety of neuroscience-based techniques, uh, studying with Dr. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Bruce Lipton, having this relentless search for what was that? How can we explain this? So the somatic healing, um, emotional release, body work, uh, lots of quantum physics things. Um, I just wanted to learn more about what we are, who we are, how do we heal? And then I was working a lot with people with chronic pain and sexual trauma. You know, we attract the people that we are like. And I started to realize how I can't really serve people if I just work with them physically. And my physical therapy training just did not give me the the background to support my client's emotional body, energetic body, and teach them how to process and release their woundedness in their body. And I feel physical therapists are the perfect people to do what I do, yet 
it's not normal, common. No, it's a taboo for sure. Yeah. And so after working with people in the root chakra, their sacral chakra, and doing this type of work, teaching people how to do this with their partner, um, people have released chronic pain in their low back, in their bladder, that they've been holding for years, 30 years, 40 years in one session. And sometimes even over the phone, people mm-hmm. releasing shoulder tension over people, the phone. A lot of people are ready. I mean, especially when you've held it that long, you are so ready to let it go. Well, it's you all know, when it's fresh, it's not that easy. But when it's been there, there's something it's like about, refuge. There's something about our willingness and our openness to heal ourselves. Mm-hmm. What I've learned for me personally is I was attached to misery and drama and suffering. Mm-hmm. I was addicted to suffering I was addict. I was playing safe. I was really comfortable feeling miserable. And the thing is that the spirit, my, my relationship with God, creator, source is so strong that my ego didn't win. And I'm not going to let it win because I think a lot of us are scared of feeling good in our body, feeling yeah. pleasure. Yeah. Some people have Because we're taught that the body is, you know, negative, dirty, low. So all of that's back there from like early childhood, you know, so unless yeah. you kind of like rewrite the full script, right? And, uh, and, and live in consciousness. I mean, I think part of it is opening up and living a conscious life. So before you act, you think, you touch base, you breathe, uh, you know, you touch yourself, as you said, you know. I you didn't masturbate until I was 37 years make, old. Like I have to touch share that. yourself <laughs> to heal yourself, you well, know. Yeah, like me, I didn't. You I wasn't 24? raised 37. Oh my God. I was 37 years old. It was after my divorce. I think a year after I happened to meet two sex therapists. The universe brought me. I didn't even know there were sex therapists back then. I mean, my life has changed a lot. And I talk about this because I cried the first time I ever had an orgasm by myself. I cried because I, I know my body anatomy. I know my biomechanics. I'm really good at understanding my body. I took gross anatomy. I'm obsessed with biomechanics and how the body works so for me it was fun to explore myself um and i the only reason i did it was because my sex therapist friend was like michelle you've never masturbated you know like are you crazy you belly dance you're so sensual and i thought to myself i deserve to be with myself (laughs) pleasure myself yes why not yes but it just wasn't something that i i think i had a lot of shame so as i'm touching myself for the first time at age 37 um i was crying because i thought to myself okay this is not bad i don't think i'm gonna go to hell you know and as i got into it i i just started thinking oh my god i judged myself all these years there's nothing wrong with this. This is not nasty, dirty. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm going right. to go to hell. Right. So I just cried and cried and cried. And then eventually an orgasm happened. And then I was like, this is amazing. Why haven't I done this before? And then I cried because I hadn't done that before. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just a beautiful awakening to my mm-hmm. beautiful energy of creation. Yeah. And I really value myself. I breastfed my daughter for two years. Yeah, I have I a 14 year yeah. old daughter. And I feel my body is this sacred milk mm-hmm. maker, <laughs> um, life creator. Uh, and how, how could I have judged something so natural? Like exactly. I'm getting emotional right now, you know? How could <laughs> I have suppressed my beautiful creative energy for 
37 years of my life. And then at the same time, to say, woohoo, I am not going to hold this back anymore. So there's this beautiful journey of all these emotions and, you know, this hero's journey that I went through to then say thank you, God, for what I didn't know before. Because I feel now I'm 45 years old and I live every moment to the best of my ability, really celebrating my aliveness. Mm -hmm. And so it's beautiful. Yeah. I feel like I had for, cancer or something right, and I exactly. survived it you and did. I thrived it. You did. It is a cancer. It's like a social cancer. This The whole thing of like the shame, the repression, the not being able to talk about it, the judging of the most simple stuff. Even the word sex, the judging of the simple word, uh, you know, vagina, that it's difficult to just call your genital, a part of your body that's so important in the life of the species by its proper name that it's associated with like a curse word or a dirty word and you know it's not ladylike or you know you just uh, I mean the, the way that people um, repress themselves willingly because they don't take the time to think about it logically you know to, to, to create a little distance and say okay what is this uh, custom this social custom that we've all agreed to and and how does it serve us it doesn't it's it punishes us all for nothing for for being you know human it's just for being animals. Part of our bodies right it's like as if creation the spiritual a religious part doesn't want anything to have to do with the physical somatic part but without the soma without the body we without wouldn't the be senses here. yeah we wouldn't be here yeah. Yeah. we're animals first and foremost we're just animals we're meat that can think we're meat that can access the greater consciousness but we start with this yeah. Right, because this is the, this is also the limitation of our mortality. It doesn't go further than this in this lifetime. And that's where the sound healing. So I, people, I love. when you, the, for the listeners, mm -hmm. if there are listeners out there who have not or do not masturbate, please touch yourselves. You know, allow yourselves to love your body first. And then if you have done it, and if you do do it, and if you're very fluent at it, share it with your lover, your husband, your partner. Masturbate in front of the people you have sex with because it breaks a lot of boundaries and it also teaches the other how you love to be touched. And it teaches, it's like kind of like without words, yeah. it shows your lover other parts of your sexuality or your energy, even the sounds that you make that they may not have had access to that will be sexually transformative. Yes. So at the, at the most I, basic level... I like to level, call it sacred self-pleasure. Sacred right. self-pleasure practices. Yeah, sacred is good. Sacred. It's a good word. To remind because, us. Exactly. Because masturbate, it some people don't like the, that word. Right. That's what my clients... Well, <laughs> we're all about the goddess and really the god and the yeah. goddess and yeah. seeing everything as sacred. Yeah. Because... But that's why that's I call part this of it, speak this sex feeling. because also it's a speaking the words, you know, by their familiar name should be encouraged you know we should like separate you know demystify mm -hmm. and kind of like separate the actual sounds that we've come up to you know signify these parts of the body or these activities from all the goddamn judgment like get rid of all that right? well that's that's a whole process I yeah mean, it's that's a process why I it's super the slow <laughs> right <laughs> the yeah. first step is to feel what's there and how can we connect with people and how can we invite them in? And that's what I've learned because I definitely was more resentful. And so now I just really want to be able to bring things from a place of sacredness. 
because that there's I used to think I was just an object. I thought myself I reduced myself in the past. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and women, most women do. You know, the the easiest way for a woman to see her body is as an object because that's how the general culture sees us. You know, we are the objects that sell clothes. We are the objects that sell products. You know, the porn objects, the receivers, right? So yeah, it's important to also make that take that step into being the subject, the agent of pleasure, mm-hmm. which is what you're doing. You well, are yeah, the agent of science, your own pleasure. The science of pleasure to mm-hmm. be a catalyst for people to transform their chronic pain. And a lot of times the science of pleasure is not understood. People think that it's only about sex. So when we stimulate the pleasure not, system, right. we're increasing the parasympathetic nervous system function, which is depressing the sympathetic nervous system it is inhibiting it so it makes perfect sense for someone with pain to learn tantra to learn sensual pleasure practices and it's a wonderful form of mindfulness meditation there's a lot of research on mindfulness meditation and where i'm coming from is let's use sensual meditations let's use the body as a source of your meditation. As a meditative tool, as an instrument of meditation. Because your body... Which it is, because you start with the breath. You can't meditate without breath, consciousness. So just massaging your thighs yourself, caressing your thighs, would be a wonderful way to invite more feeling safe Mm -hmm. in your legs, Mm -hmm. feeling grounded in your your lower body, Mm -hmm. and discovering yourself. And what I, today, I'm very intuitive and psychic. My abilities to feel people some people call me a medical intuitive because naturally I just I'm spot on a lot of with my clients and I've noticed how I know that my gifts are blossoming even more because I counsel with my body I commune with my body moment to moment to notice if I want to eat this for lunch or do I want to go visit this person so my whole body is the instrument it's not just my mind thinking right i tune in to the whole body of so me. it's a holistic consciousness integrative yes. uh mm-hmm. beingness mm-hmm. that i make pretty awesome decisions and things Good come to you. me that are in alignment i'm blown away and i share this because what if all we had to do was really get aligned and clear with ourselves right well that is what we have to do is just like let go of all the thoughts that are not really ours and don't serve us right and figure out who we are and then be aligned with that exactly that's it's and it it's not that complicated if you commit to it and it becomes part of your you know daily commitment well it's taken me my mm. whole life to get here exactly. you know like we're talking about yeah. it like it's easy but i have to say yeah, there was a easy. lot of self-sabotaging yeah well i mean for me i think there's been fear of success fear mm. of worthiness being worthy of having everything my heart desires mm-hmm. my last boyfriend is an amazing beautiful man that I pushed away and so I share these things because I wonder how many people out there are listening and you push people away or you sabotage yourself oh yeah we self-sabotage or you're scared of success so know that you're not alone this is what I want to tell people and Tantra this yoni massage which I'd love to share more about is and linga massage for men uh, is such a beautiful opportunity for you to really receive yourself for yourself for your own sexual expansion connection soul connection where you don't have to please anybody you don't have to pleasure anyone it's not about you giving to someone and i had a lot of resistance 
receiving a yoni massage from a woman, you know, the first time it ever happened in my ta- my first tantra training. I thought to myself, what is my mom going to think, you know? <laughs> and as a physical therapist, too, I thought, oh, my God, what am I doing here, you know, in this tantra training? But it was the most beautiful experience for me to lay back and have a woman guide me to really enjoy my sexual body for me. Right. And I never had that before because I always like to please my partner. You know, in the past, I have wanted to, the minute they start pleasuring me, I just want to pleasure them back. So I never got to really just be focusing on me receiving. And the whole concept of receiving, I think a lot of us struggle with totally surrendering and trusting and being vulnerable and receiving pleasure, touch, nurturance, support. Some of us are doing it all by ourselves. So yoni massage and linga massage is such a wonderful metaphor for people that want to receive more abundance and wealth in their life, people that want more uh, emotionally connected relationships, people Mm -hmm. that want to receive in general more unexpected, awesome opportunities. Um, Sometimes people don't talk about the yoni and linga massage in that way. And that's why I wanted to share that. So you're going to demonstrate, right? Yeah. You're going to give me totally. I would a, love to. a yoni massage. Okay, Are we I'm gonna looking forward the to the microphones. It. I don't know. We don't need, we can just have the, the video part. And awesome. um, I think that'll be. And this is something fine. that I'm going to do to you, but I want so people yeah, to know it that. First. Um, yeah. So <laughs> what I'm going to do is make it so that it could be for a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the mere position that we're going to go into, she's going to lay down and I'm going to be sitting on the massage table. If you don't have a massage table, get one. <laughs> I think every married couple, anybody that wants to be in a relationship, get a massage table because there's so many amazing things you can do. It just can transform your whole life and especially Tantra magic, which um, reach out to me if anybody wants to learn. Tantra magic is awesome for manifestation and get like, really, we are so powerful. We can manifest and create with the universe immediately. It's amazing what we can do. Um, But that will be on another, on another radio show. But for this principle of you know, protecting your back, because when I teach these things, I'm very conscious of somebody's low back, hips. A lot of us aren't flexible enough to do this on a bed. So a massage table is great because I can sit on it like I'm riding on a horse and you can lay down and my legs can be down. So this is a time for you to lean back and surrender and allow and practice all the feminine qualities. And then I get to give to you and touch you in parts of your body where you can feel more the ecstatic, energetic body that you are. And you breathe into wherever I'm touching you. And you can even close your eyes and you're just feeling your body feeling good. So what happens is it calms your nervous system. This is going to help you with your sleep, your digestion, balance your hormones. Um, Of -hmm. course, it's important for whoever's giving it to give from a pure positive place. Right. So, for example, if I'm a man and I'm dating you and all I want to do is get in your pants and I'm giving you a yoni massage, I might be doing things coming from a place of getting turned on and I want you, I want to be inside you. So the woman can feel when that's why he's doing it. So it's really important for men to just simply want to honor their mm-hmm. girlfriends, lovers, wives, mm-hmm. uh, because that's going to change everything. 
Yeah. And, and men get... It makes also the vagina much more receptive and open, so then it will make for a better experience yeah, for both. Yeah, in, and in the Tantra training, they taught us that when the vagina lips, the labias are swollen, mm-hmm, the, vagina, be swollen right. the vagina is saying, I'm ready to she's be entered. Ready. Exactly, that's and when she's ready. If you Which think happens throughout the animal kingdom where, where they have but, but labia. But <laughs> how many women, their husbands don't even have foreplay? Or, oh, or right. whenever a woman gets a pap smear or any type of exam in her vagina, basically that's a trauma every time we get our pap smears the doctor's not massaging our vaginas waiting for us to say i'm ready for the speculum to oh be yeah definitely me. yeah it's very invasive so probably i mean it is traumatic let's just say that it's mm-hmm. not in medical school doctors are not taught make sure the labias are nice and plump you know and they're swollen so that you can then put the speculum and do your test but in the ideal world, in my fantasy world, that would be what the world would be like because mm. then we're honoring the body that we're testing, the body mm-hmm. that we're... I worked with a doctor that actually said every time he does the pap smear, he cringes because he knows that he's traumatizing the woman by mm-hmm. not her vagina not being expanded and wow. you know dilated. I mean, there, there, there are many feminist it. icons, though, who... Like, I remember Annie Sprinkle, and she would go around from university to university, and she would do, like, the speculum performance, and we all looked into her vagina to demystify, you know, like, this is a vagina, everybody. It's nothing, you know, like, I'm not... You're not doing anything but understanding it. Um, and she was totally okay with it. I mean, I guess she was able to always find herself in a place of calm or self, you know, self Yeah, for a woman that's chronically stressed out, dry all the time and had sexual trauma and she has painful sex yeah, with her husband, yeah, but no, then she good. goes and gets yeah, the pap smear. Exactly, yeah. That yeah, that's totally different. More, yeah. Yeah. You have to know your body and know your muscles and be able to control Some your muscles. Some women don't even feel when I, when I have guided women to, they'll say, uh, I don't feel anything. Literally, mm-hmm. they don't feel anything. That's devastating. Yeah, but it's real. And yeah, of and course it's real. So yeah, we need to and, and women and men and their partners should definitely address it. There's and so the many thing ways is, I'm writing it. a book it's not now normal. called That's "Your great. Vagina Matters," mm-hmm. because and I've been so scared to finish writing this book and to call it "Your Vagina Matters." But the more I meet women that have not made their vaginas a priority. There's a little voice saying, see, you need to write the book for her. You need to write the book for her. So there's more women coming into my life, 71-year-olds, 68-year-olds that learn Tantra massage with their spouse and they orgasm for the first time in their lives. So it can happen if you're 65 years old. It doesn't matter even if you're not on hormones or not because I have a woman who doesn't have a uterus. She's not on hormones and she's getting regular yoni massages and she is juicy. Yeah, that's so wonderful. This yeah. all I agree. I don't think it has much to do with the hormones or the uterus. A lot of it is your mindset. Exactly. And giving yourself permission exactly. that you can have a juicy vagina. It's just being in an orgasmic state of being and being state of mind. Being open to that. And having like the, the yes. brain, the neural pathways, you know, turned on we're instead of off. We're opening up new synapses yeah. in the brain. That's what we're yeah. doing. We're basically creating a new map. And the more you massage a person in these parts the brain is getting this message, pleasure, pleasure, pleasure right, in the vagina, right. this is pleasure where the in the vagina, vagina is. this yeah. is great, you know, vagina relax in the vagina. Vagina is pleasure, it's good, it's So positive. we're building neural pathways to support an orgasmic exactly. woman, exactly. the possibility of an orgasmic experience, mm-hmm. and then squirting, you know, so all leading to the maximum openness. Uh, there's this video, if people Google squirt Michelle Alva, there's a video on YouTube that I was interviewed on, and it has over a million views so people are interested in these topics 
and I love to bring it where I'm sharing the anatomy, the biomechanics of this, and demystifying what these things are because every woman deserves to fully embrace and get to know the wisdom of her body and why not get to know the creation part of your body. I missed out half of, you know, 37 years and I'm 45 now. So I've been eight years whole understanding myself or Mm -hmm. beginning this path. And I feel so much more the aliveness. I have to, this joie de vivre of life that mm-hmm. I think a lot of us are functioning disconnected. Disconnected, not yeah. a, Not connected to the creative life force, passion, joy, innate splendor that is our birthright to be that. When we're kids yeah. and we're walking around naked, we feel free and, and we're connected and we squat a lot. Um, those, those are the times where we really were whole. Exactly. And then things happen. So yoni yeah. massage is a yeah. way to get back to your roots. Yeah. And in general, you know, I want to say also like for the guys out there, um, when I took Tundra a long time ago in Boulder and um, mostly in Boulder, Colorado, um, I mean, I was already fully orgasmic. So it benefited much more my male partner whose orgasms completely changed and became much longer and much more female you know, defined, let's say. Um, So it wasn't all about the ejaculation and getting there as quickly as possible. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think that it benefits men as well as women. Yeah, and we're Um, not separate. So when we connect with someone (laughs) energetically, men, we're healing men. The more we open up, we're facilitating their opening up even more. And the collective, because we're not even separate, we're all one. So we're not just doing this for ourselves. We're doing this exactly, for all women, for all men, exactly, and for our, our future generations. Exactly, our children. So they don't have. So every to time be you humbled. touch yourself, exactly. remember that you're doing this to open right. up the collective. Exactly. Thank Agreed. you for doing that, everyone out there. Yeah. <laughs> so my friend is here. Actually, the second hour is going to be a bunch of my girlfriends, and I see that they're coming in. Um, so if do you want to come to the mic? I need you to describe, or I'll tell you, because she's going to give me a little yoni massage, but I need something on the air. So could you describe what is happening for me, please? (laughs) So uh, everybody can participate. And I'll keep you posted. So I'm going to give you my headphones for a second. And I wanted to share, too, that I created a meditation called Intro to Yoni Massage. It's on my website, michellealva.com. And people can actually listen to a guided audio meditation where you can be walked step by step to do this. And I had one of my client's husband listen to it while he was massaging her. She said it was so beautiful because he did everything that I that I guide people to do there. So it strengthened their relationship too, not just her own relationship with their yoni. So that's really beautiful. Thank you. Okay. <coughs> Okay, so now I am watching um, Eurydice recline onto what looks like a massage table. And Michelle is sitting facing Eurydice with her vagina. I'm not sure. Is your vagina pressed against her? So Eurydice's legs are open in a butterfly position and Michelle starts to rub her pelvic area very softly 
Michelle tells me this is about the person connecting with themselves. So she's slowly rubbing her hands around her pelvic area. Eurydice is breathing. She should breathe into wherever she feels Michelle's hands. More rubbing. Eurydice's eyes are closed. She is breathing along with the rubbing motion of Michelle's hands. Breathing up to the heart as Michelle's hands caress upward her torso, down her arms with a gentle touch. Her hands enter her thighs again relaxing her jaw, touching her softly, inhaling deeply, exhaling Michelle is encouraging Eurydice to expand her lips, soften her face. So many of us hold tension in the jaw. There's a lot of tension that we hold in the jaw. Ah. Eurydice looks very pleased, very relaxed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then, I I mean, you can use your thumbs and go stroke down where the anus is and then up. Like up and down the labias, the sides of the labias. Okay. That's something else that feels really good to do the mm-hmm. labia majoris. So Michelle is explaining that it's really nice to massage the labia. And she's proceeding to do that. On the outer lips, the large lips. The l- around the outer large lips. It's, good to see. it's nice to see what they look like in the beginning because then they engorge. So people, pe- you can notice how it, they change. They get more pink. Michelle, do you normally do this with a, a nude partner? Okay. So you can see the labia engorging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you want to really. Mm. And this is wonderful for partners to use. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I teach this to couples, married couples, or just partners. Couples, people that want to learn. You can have a tantra friend that you just want to move your energy together. How do you instruct them uh, in the private sphere? Do you um, explain to them how to do it? it feels comfortable for them. Okay. Everybody's different. Some people want to just learn over with their clothes. Some people want to take off their clothes. Mm-hmm. So it's really up to the couple. Mm-hmm. And is this um, something that you do only for women? No, men and women. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's an audio that I created that teaches people this too. So okay. Okay, so um, Eurydice is still lying on her back. She's removed her outer shirt. <laughs> um, she's still still fully clothed, but Michelle continuously softly caresses her. And there's receptors for oxytocin, the love hormone, Ooh. chest, abdomen, and sexual organs. Okay. So this whole area so there are receptors for oxytocin in the hips 
and the chest area. So it's an area that is very ripe for love feelings. And this helps with digestion. Helps with digestion. For people that have irritable bowel syndrome, constipation, seeking signs of belly here. It connects people from the sexual to their heart. Mm. So you're connecting all of yourself with your sexuality. So the hand massage is connecting all of the different regions and connecting your sexuality with your digestive system and it's all working and warming up together mm -hmm. and you can do light touch without scratching so blow. now there are some light touches a little bit of blowing under the t-shirt my hair using the hair mm -hmm. to create a feathering mm -hmm. caress along her stomach and you can also lay on a person to also laying on her to bring the warmth and of her body directly onto Eurydice's yeah. torso. She's being held with this sisters. So they are engaging in a hug. Um, Eurydice is still on her back with her legs uh, butterflied open and Michelle continues to sit facing her uh, vagina to vagina. Um, Eurydice's <laughs> knees are resting over Michelle's thighs. For women that have menstrual cramps, yeah, this is really wonderful endometriosis. Sure. So I can see how this rubbing could help with menstrual cramps and fibroids, endometriosis, and for emotional Should processing. The candle is uh, it has wax, so right. I can massage you if you want. Sure. Would you like to see what the candle experiences? Okay. Because I'm passing Michelle the candle. And it looks like she's dripping. Indeed, she is dripping wax. Do you like it? Yeah. So it's nice, warm oil which is now being massaged into her belly, over her chest. Moisturizing the skin. And I must say, Michelle has very supple hands. It looks delightful. Are you experiencing happiness? Yeah, it's lovely. Yes, it's lovely. Breast massage. Breast massage. wants regular breast care this mm -hmm. is a beautiful experience what are the benefits of rubbing the breasts the circulation mm -hmm. the immune system immune system circulation system. you're also relaxing your heart so it helps okay. to stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system the relaxation response okay so the there is a relaxation of the heart which helps to stimulate the parasympathetic system heart healing Heart so healing, releasing, releasing the guard mm -hmm. with this breast massage. <laughs> and so many of us don't like our bodies, so you're feeling something kind happen to right. your body, right? You know, and sometimes women are like, "Don't look at my belly." I have, I have clients mm -hmm. that say, "But don't look at my tummy." I had a client once that wanted to be covered, and I was massaging under. And she just started crying because 
she got fired and everything from working there. And oh. But then she got to release that. And then we kept massaging her, and she wound up massaging herself. That's really ultimately what we want, is people to really enjoy right. what they have. Right. This is the bodysuit we're going to be in Yeah, you, life. Yeah, you can't be it. uncomfortable in the body, because you won't be able to enjoy yourself. And for me, like I love my breasts. And ever since I started massaging them, they've literally grown. I swear to God. <laughs> okay. I feel like they're bigger. <laughs> so breast massage has the added benefit of also perhaps creating more endowment. <laughs> <laughs> At least for me. <laughs> and I just, I feel like I love myself more because I feel pleasure right. in my body. Sure, it's self-love. It's not dependent on a man to mm-hmm. make me feel good, mm-hmm. which I used to think my genitals were for my man. <laughs> And not for me. So it's this this is really about ah, oh, I get to feel myself. Is this always a partnered practice? No, you can do this to yourself. Oh, That's okay. a great question. Yeah. Okay. You can do your own yoni massage. The only thing is you can't get the angle. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's the same as when somebody's and giving it to you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you really okay. see is sitting oh. up, giving Michelle mm-hmm. a big hug mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. And she looks very grateful for the relaxing yoni massage. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to hand this over to you again. Thank you for being um, sub host (laughs) narrator. That's the best birthday gift, I think, to receive yourself on your birthday. Yes, thank you. That was a perfect birthday massage. Yeah. Um, So exactly, uh, you should start with thinking of it as a birthday massage. You know how we say our birthday suit. (laughs) When you're naked, it's your birthday Mm -hmm. suit, right? So... You just kind of find a way to love your body. And I love that line you said. I don't know if if it was heard, but um, I love that, you know, a lot of women think that their genitals are for their partners. So what this is, is, you know, when your genitals are for yourself and you find in yourself the excitement and that aliveness in your skin, and then you enter a safe sex space in that Mm-hmm. without waiting for your lover to excite you, right? You're already in, like, a, a live sexual space. And you can be that way and not have sex. That's a great way yeah. to be as a creative. I mean, for myself, mm-hmm. as, a, as an artist and a writer, you know, when you write, it's that place you want to come from, that place of, like, tingling, aroused, right, ali- electrified You turn state. yourself on to yourself. Right. And that's how and we attract you produce, a partner. And that's how that's you attract. interdependent instead of codependent. Or, or so. the muse <laughs> or the partner <laughs> <laughs> or the download of, like, these great ideas, your next, like, business idea. You know, when you're open like that, yeah. you attract what you're this looking for. This is great for. for business people that right. want to have amazing deals, close deals. I had a client who before... A meeting they would call me and I would guide them in their sexual energy expansion over mm-hmm. the phone mm-hmm. and he would have amazing um, he, he does have he works with uh, large communities that he buys and sells mm-hmm. and a big-time investor mm-hmm. and he told me that I'm his secret secret uh charge because <laughs> yeah, like you charge him up you yeah. put him in that place well, of he, clarity he charges himself up through mm-hmm. the work i'm mm-hmm. just facilitating exactly. guiding minimally because right. that's how i like to work is to empower mm-hmm. people i'm glad you mm-hmm. said that mm-hmm. because you have it all within yourself so exactly. i'm just reminding we people all have it we have so much what they have inside. electric energy inside yes us. we're so powerful yeah but when we're chronically stressed 
when we have shame because of past sexual trauma or when we are judging ourselves because of things that we did that we said yes to and we hold on to that shame and guilt it's so heavy that it shuts off the joie de vivre ability to feel ourselves our juiciness our aliveness we can't feel that aliveness creative it's like we're walking around with a big fat comforter on top of us and we're supposed to be skipping along it's not going to happen so a lot of the work that I do is about releasing, letting go of the past letting in your body. Letting go of all the obstacles mindset. and the fears and, being and grateful the dark and, yeah, and the guilt everything. and just opening gratitude up Gratitude is such a powerful change. Oh yeah, practice. gratitude is wonderful. But yeah. sincere gratitude. So step one before that is to really just own our right. shit and what, yeah. what am I really feeling? Because I just can't be grateful if I'm pissed off and angry and bitter. Yeah. And I'm holding all that inside. So right. it's really about being right. with ourselves and holding space for ourselves. Exactly. exactly. Wherever we're at. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And being awoke and aware of life. Yeah. That's beautiful. And you also give regular um, workshops at the Standard, right? Yes. Yeah. Once a month I'm at the yeah. Standard in yeah. Miami Beach. Yeah. I love teaching yeah. there because it's then so we nice. get to go I in the steam did, room. I did enjoy one And recently. the sauna. Wasn't yeah. that fun? It was really fun. And I just want people to be outside also. I love doing things where we can yeah. be outside and yeah. be together after because we create so much connection. And people partner up and we do a rose petal ritual where we're just adoring each other, touching ourselves gently with the rose. And we could be perfect strangers and eye gaze and connect and that's something else I learned in Tantra right. that Touch each other we can connect with strangers, strangers yes. and because I'm love and you're love uh-huh. and when we really let down that guard and say you know what I'm going to spend these two three minutes with you even though I don't know you and I'm just going to sit in front of you and I'm going to be available I'm available to myself I'm available to you and it's so beautiful how simple that practice is I would have such a hard time before letting someone in my space and I do this type of work so with dating with single men you know when there was an available man I would get so nervous and so this has helped me to just be with my nervousness and sit there and be there anyway and not just Mm -hmm. run away yeah Um, well if we separate uh, the judgment from the body then it all becomes much simpler you know mm -hmm. so if you take it for granted that the other comes from a place of love and non-judgment it becomes simple. It's only yeah. when you are starting to like grade people and you know think that the other is judging you that you become self-conscious. And that's why so I feel every single person go. would yeah. benefit from tantra because yeah, I agree. And it's so easy. You really don't need. You but know, the thing is, like we, we say, <laughs> oh, I'm not ready to be in a relationship. I'm not ready to date, or I'm not ready to be in a committed relationship. So get a yoni massage. Get a linga massage. Mm-hmm. Practice receiving. Mm-hmm before you even have a relationship that's the beautiful part of this is you don't have to be dating anyone you don't have to be in a relationship you can just have a tantric experience with a practitioner that is a neutral person that is not personal that's an expert or just with yourself which is really you know the most important thing meditation comes in the guidance with the audio so that's yeah anyway thank you for coming my it was pleasure. so instructive and so pleasurable uh, on every level. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you so much for having it me was, and receiving. Yes, it was very instructive. And happy birthday. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> um, and thank you for listening. Thank you for trusting me as your sex whisperer. I'm going to be back uh, shortly. I'll be back after a short break and we'll speak sex with all of my girlfriends. Yay. <laughs>
Swapdale Valley against the background of death. My organs push to jump out. Thank mm -hmm. you.